Hey guys, what's going on? Cameron here with the Lawn Care Life in Missouri. I'm out on the highway, man, cruising the town, and it's uh, it's nice and toasty out here today. It's gonna be a warm day. It looks like nice and sunny, and uh, little to no breeze this morning. But it's going to be uh, it's gonna be a short day. Uh, my dad's uncle, he's having his 90th birthday today, so I'm gonna quit a little early and go celebrate his birthday and uh yeah the family will be there so i'm trying to get out early get a lot done uh gonna stop around 4 30 probably 4 30 5 o'clock and go uh celebrate his birthday today so that's the game plan but now getting out early man i was just thinking about well first of all i'm scratching and i'm itching everywhere man scratching my legs my arms so when I did that tough cut work, man, this happens all, all the time. Anytime I do the tough cut work, anytime I get into some weeds or some, some, you know, just I don't know. It's, it's like every time I get away from my weekly lawns and do any type of these cleanup work, it's uh, it never fails, man. Sorry, I'm just I'm over here just scratching and itching all over. But I get into like chiggers, ticks, um, like poison ivy, poison oak, sumac. And this thing that gets me is this Virginia creeper. I don't even I didn't even know this was even a thing. I didn't even know you could be allergic to it, but apparently for some people it's really highly allergic, you know, plant. And I guess I'm one of those people because I have been, uh, last year, man, last year was bad. Last year I got into some Virginia creeper and it seriously sent me to the hospital and I had to get a shot. I had to get all this ointment cream stuff. It was all over my chest, all over my arms. It was right before a camping trip and I was like miserable. I had blisters all over me. I had, uh, all this, you know, if you've ever had poison ivy, it kind of oozes out at times. It was like a mess all over my arms, man. And uh, kind of all over my sides and my chest, I guess, from getting it on my arms and then maybe rubbing it up against my uh, side, you know, my side. So I was like covered in it last year. It was bad. I, I went for like a week and I told my wife, I was like, man, it's getting worse and worse. And she's like, yeah, you really need to go to the doctor. And I was like, I'm going to give it a couple more days, you know, and see if it gets any better. But it was getting to the point where it was like my arms were swelling and it looked like my arm was like really swollen, uh, both arms. So it was like, oh, it was a mess. So um, I barely made it through. I remember it was like a Saturday night. I barely made it through Saturday night. And then that Sunday rolled around last year. And it was absolutely awful. I told my wife, I said, if the uh, if urgent care was open today, I would go up there. It was it was getting that bad. And I, I don't like to go to the hospital, the doctor. I try to not go, you know. I don't like to, uh, I just don't like to go up there. So Monday morning rolls around. I'm up there like 7.30 in the morning waiting. I'm like, give me a shot, give me some steroid, give me something. It was just so bad, man. I, I mean, my arms were just covered, blistered. And then, like I said, that next week, 
uh, we were going camping and it was like 110 plus with the heat index and I had to wear a long sleeve shirt the whole time and it was miserable man it was miserable so saying all that because today I'm itching scratching all over it's not near as bad I mean I wouldn't even call this like even a thing compared to what it was last year um, I have several bumps on my arms again a few on my legs and getting into this overgrown stuff man it just you never know what you're going to get into it's like you could get into poison oak poison ivy i was cutting those trees down there was a little bit of uh weeds around the trees i didn't see any poison oak didn't see poison ivy um didn't see uh sumac didn't see any um virginia creeper but i guarantee you there was a little bit of poison ivy underneath all that stuff that i bush hogged and it was probably in there just kind of cut up and when i went in there to use the chainsaw i'm sure that i kicked some of that up on my arms and now it's yeah a little bit on my arms man that's just the lawn care life man and doing this type of work it's like i wear a long sleeve shirt and try to keep all that stuff off of me but it's inevitable man when you're doing a grown-up mess like I was doing the other day you're gonna get into something so it is what it is part of the work I'm not complaining man I'm just happy I can get out here and get some work in make a little bit of money so I'll be itching the rest of the day but um, another thing man I was out there doing that cleanup or doing the uh, brush mowing and I lost my GoPro um, like selfie stick, tripod, whatever you want to call it. I lost that sucker and I just bought it, man. Haven't had it no time at all. And it's gone. It's gone for good. I think I put it in my uh, power bucket and I think I dropped it out of there. I may have told you that yesterday but um, in the podcast. But after I got done doing my mowing route, I went by there to check and see if I could find it. I was like, maybe I just set it over in the lawn, you know, next to the uh, brush mowing that I was doing. I could not figure out where I put that thing. And I looked a little bit, didn't find it. Maybe it's by the, you know, where I parked the truck. Maybe it fell out of something and it's laying there where it now it wasn't there either, unless somebody picked it up. So it's gone, gone for good. So now I gotta look for a new, I don't know, like a selfie stick, tripod stand, something for the GoPro. And it just kinda, one of those deals, man, it's like, um, I gotta get a better setup for all my for all my camera gear. So if you guys create content, reach out to me, let me know what you guys use. I know a lot of guys, they just use their cell phone and maybe a tripod. I like the GoPro though, I'm pretty rough on stuff, especially running the vent track I keep it on me and I move it around and um, I actually ran over this GoPro one time not with the blades but with the vent track itself and this was while I did not have my mic on there which I'm thankful for because if the mic would have been on there it would have been game over but it, it ran over the the uh, GoPro in the uh, Yolanzi case and didn't hurt it at all I mean didn't even phase it couldn't even tell it so uh, <clears throat> the GoPro is pretty solid. It's very durable. 
and um, I really like the GoPros, you know, you can't really zoom in at all, just kind of in post and the editing and stuff, you can kind of zoom in on your clips, but um, that's what I use to create the content, the GoPro, I think it's an 8, Hero 8, it's an older one, thinking about maybe getting a newer one <clears throat> for, uh, for my shots, and keeping it on a tripod, just keeping it on the tripod the whole time. Because right now what I do, I switch between like the uh, the selfie stick and the tripod. And I'm constantly having to take the GoPro off one, put it on the other, depending on if I'm talking or if I'm showing something. And then swap it over, you know, when I'm on the uh, track doing the work, I swap it over to the tripod and get clips of me going by, knocking out this overgrown mess so I don't know man I don't know I really need to get a new selfie stick and just keep that GoPro probably on um, that one selfie stick or whatever and then get like another GoPro for the tripod may try that may try that see how it works because I like to um the mic that I have, I like to keep it on there whenever I'm talking, but I don't really need it when I'm just running the equipment by. So it'd be it'd be handy to have another GoPro to just slap on the tripod and film a little bit, and then use the other one for when I get off the tractor and talk about what's going on. So it's probably what I'll end up doing. I don't use my cell phone to video uh, the battery on its. I don't know. It's not as good as it as it used to be. Used to be. I've got the iPhone. What is it? 12 Pro, Pro Max or whatever they call it. The uh, the bigger one. But uh, it's. I don't know. The storage still have a little bit of storage on it, but the battery, like I said, the battery needs to be replaced. And the camera on it. I cracked it, man. I cracked it the other day. So I need to put a new camera. I need to open it up, put a new camera in there, and a new battery it'd probably be good to go but um that's kind of what i'm rolling with so man just trying to do the mowing trying to video a little bit it's uh just the whole content side of things man i've i've learned that it's it's a full-time job if you're creating content it's like things you don't even think about like okay i need a new stick now i need a new i need a couple of tripods i need another camera just to get some different angles, different shots. And with that Ventrac, man, you're going a long distance. So it would be nice to have two GoPros set up, one at one end, one at the other. And so that way you can you can go through there and, and mow down uh, a big area and have two GoPros set up in different areas so you can capture like from different angles, you know, um, because when you're running that Ventrat, man, you may be doing a half acre and an acre, and it's uh, tall, it's overgrown, and having to walk through that mess, it would be a lot easier just setting up a GoPro in uh, one corner and setting the other one up in another and just knocking it out without having to get off the Ventrac all the time, move the camera around, get different angles, all that stuff. You guys know how it is that shoot some videos, create some content. You can spend more time moving the camera around and getting different shots, different angles than you do actually getting out there and doing the work. Like, 
you might spend an hour or two moving the camera around it might only take you 30 minutes to get the work done so I don't know just thinking about ways to make it a little bit more efficient and make it worth it to uh, to pull out the camera and hit record so I don't know if you guys are recording if you're creating some content shoot me a message let me know what you guys are using are you using a cell phone are you using like a dedicated DSLR camera are you using a GoPro maybe something else and do you have like one or the other you got several different options to choose from when you're creating content shoot me a message let me know what you guys got got going on now I'm heading to uh, heading to the park to get a workout in this morning it's gonna be a hot one I ran two miles yesterday and it got hot on me man it was hot um, as I as I've told you guys in the past you know when I pull in there there's usually there's usually a tent set up at this park couple in there like they're just been camping out there for like a week or so yesterday I didn't see the uh, tent but I figured out why it had rained the night before and they got underneath the uh, oh the pavilion there and they had their uh, bags up on the picnic table under the pavilion and they were sleeping on the ground on the hard concrete ground and I was like man it's just I don't know it's tough man tough to go up there every single day and see these people uh, struggling man but uh, I don't know it's it's um, it's not as easy to approach these people as it used to be simply because there's a this is a bad area for drugs so you don't know what you're gonna get yourself into uh, is it gonna be somebody that's really just down on their luck is it gonna be somebody that's into something they shouldn't be into and you know it's uh you can put yourself in a position that you really don't want to get into so it's it's a little uh i don't know it's a little difficult you know you want to help the people out but at the same time you don't really want to put you uh yourself in a position where um these uh crazy people that are on something that don't even know what they're doing end up doing something to you so anyways gonna head to the park again this morning get a workout in get a couple of miles in i have uh two big lawns to mow today so that's the game plan um i don't know they're probably four four to five acre lawns two of those today so that's all i'll knock out today and then um the rest of the week i'll probably do some of my smaller lawns uh, but this beginning half, I'm trying to knock out the bigger ones, get those done, and then uh, see where we go from there, you know. Hold on a second here. Got to get out on the, make it a turn here. Got to get out on the highway. All right, there we go. But yeah, um, it was good to be back on the right ZK yesterday. Got it out. Um, last time... Last time I used the right ZK, man, I failed to to put the uh, remote control on the charger. So on that right ZK autonomous mower, it has a charger, has a remote on it, first of all. So right there where the, uh, some of you guys may have seen it in my videos, but right there where the uh, pad is that you lean into, lean up against, 
on the ZK. Well, on the ZK autonomous mower, that pad actually moves. I guess it moves on the other ones as well, but when you open it up to get to like your hydros and all that stuff, it has a little um, holder for a remote. And the remote goes in there and then it's got a cord that you gotta plug in. Well, the last time I used it, I remember I was doing a video and I was showing the remote, talking about the remote, all that stuff, putting it up, and I failed to plug it in. So I went to get out the remote control yesterday to run the autonomous mower, and guess what? The remote was just about dead. So I was like, well, crud, I can't, I can't do this. I can't use the remote and run the autonomous mower because the remote's just about dead. I don't know what it would do. It would probably just shut down right before the remote dies. Probably has a safety feature on there where if you're running the autonomous mower and the remote dies, it probably just shuts down the engine on the right ZK autonomous mower. That's what I'm thinking because safely you can't run that mower without the remote. I mean, it has all the safety features on that remote. Shut the engine off um, to kill the engine immediately just everything you know is right there on that remote so i wasn't able to mow with it man i had ended up mowing uh manually with the uh, right zk which is fine i enjoyed hopping on there riding around and and mowing with it because um because i haven't been on it in a while you know the uh the grass is just completely brown and not growing so i didn't get a chance to uh to ride on it you know so anyways sorry guys I'm pulling back in here to the park guess what the tents there if I get here at a certain time it's always there they always take it down about the same time I guess the uh, police probably come through and, and kind of scope out the area they try to get it down before any activity anybody rolls through but it's up right now man and it looks like they uh they spent the night out there in it again so man anyways yesterday I got to ride on the right ZK today I've got the remote charged up so should be able to get out there and run the mower autonomously because I'm gonna be on my big properties today and I definitely could use that autonomous mower it's been working well man it's been working really well it's uh it's a little um let's see when you first set it up, I guess there's there's more stuff that could happen when you first set it up. But once you had the boundary established, and once you go back to that property and just load the map onto the uh, onto the app, it works a whole lot better. I've I've learned that each time you create a boundary, um, it's always seeing the obstacles, seeing what's in the lawn, it's always seeing the boundary and all that. So there's a little room for error there. But when you already have a map made and it is a, it's a good clean map where you don't have a whole lot of issues, then whenever you go to load that map again, it works really, really well. So you can get out there and if you know you have a good map, when I say good map, it's like you make the map. So you push map on the actual mower you go around the perimeter of the property, it saves that map, and then once it saves that map, you just hit mow, and the mower takes off and starts mowing. Well, once that map is saved, you can uh, 
you can save it as a favorite on your app. And once you save the map as a favorite, uh, anytime you go back to that property, you can just hit favorites on that location and it'll bring up your saved maps. And so it saves a whole lot of time. You don't have to constantly go around it, map it all out and, uh, and load the map and all that. You just simply put the mower in the uh, area within the boundary and then you hit load map and then you hit mow so it's super easy to do but I've found that the more you uh, the more you load those saved maps the better it works so there's some quirks to it but for the most part um, if you know ahead of time hey it's gonna see this or it's gonna see that they just sent me a text too. let me get it out see if I can find it real quick but they just sent me a text and they said there's some updates coming so they constantly update the uh, the app and it constantly updates the mower. Let me see if I can go in here real quick and find it for you guys. Let me see. Let me try to go in here and see. Here it is. So the next release is going live towards the end of June. Um, cone detection. So they'll have cone detection will be enabled. Um, basically what that is if there's any obstacle or object at all that you don't want that mower going around, you can just simply put a cone down. And once you put that cone down, it will know to avoid that area. So it's called cone detection. They'll have that rolling out here uh, into June. And also, it's showing here that they're going to have low-hanging tree branches are no longer counting as obstacles. So right now, I do have several properties where... Um, say there's a tree or several trees in the middle of the property and the mower gets up to that tree sometimes if the limbs are hanging really low where you have to kind of duck to go under them it will see that as an obstacle and it'll stop the machine and you'll have to uh, you'll have to you know, authorize the um, the machine to continue mowing or move around and go around it or whatever you need to do well it looks like they've got a um, update coming here at the end of June that will allow you to um, just uh, just go under those low-hanging tree branches with no problems at all. So that is definitely something that I'm looking forward to because I do have several properties where the tree branches are hanging really low, and it's like, all right, am I going to have to trim these tree branches all the way up in order for this mower to work properly on this? Lawn. Well, it looks like now uh, when they update it, it'll be a whole lot easier uh, on those particular um, obstacles. Also says smoother boundary following with curvature based on velocity. Uh, so that's going to be um, when it goes around like the boundary for the cleanup pass, it's going to go around there a lot smoother. Right now, um, it's kind of it, it kind of works like a robot would. It kind of goes and stops, turns, goes, stops, turns. It's kind of a slow process on the cleanup lap. Whenever it, um, whenever it finishes striping the lawn, it makes a cleanup pass around the perimeter of the boundary. And when it does that, it's, it's kind of time consuming. It's almost better on some properties, depending on how they're laid out, to just cut the machine off go make the boundary pass yourself to uh, clean up any areas that it missed when it you know made its turn on the end of a uh, a round 
let's see what else does it have here uh, record independently exciting um, let's see uh, record and repeat uh, let's see what else we got here that is basically the main uh, updates coming at the end of June so kind of excited for that um, it's it's like every two to four weeks they come out with something something to uh, update the software update the system to make it uh, run smoother and, and they do this on the fly you don't have to like start up the machine and wait for it to update you basically start the machine and while it's running and you're mowing your lawn it's downloading data and it's updating the machine so it's not something you have to do at night or in the morning before you get started it's basically downloading and updating in the background as you're out working so anytime I turn that key on it'll automatically start downloading and updating it's constantly doing that all the time so uh, I've noticed over the over the months that every time I start it up it just seems like it runs a little cleaner runs a little smoother they're constantly uh, analyzing you know stuff uh, figuring out ways to make it better and make it more efficient and it's just little things it's not you know some some things like this cone detection that'll be a huge huge step forward because I have like a sewer cap or like a guy wire on an electrical pole or um, something small like a I don't know maybe a stake sticking out of the ground um, some of those small things are really low things to the ground it doesn't pick up as obstacle and so the cone detection man I'll just be able to put a cone there and it'll go right around it so I'm kind of looking forward to that I do have the pop-up blockers which they work well but it takes a little bit more time to put those up you have to um, it's basically like a sports pop-up blocker that you would use for like soccer football just whatever you know um, you have to unzip them they pop up about waist high maybe chest high and you zip them up and there's like a bean bag in them to weight them down uh, which they work pretty good but like I said a little time consuming you got to unzip it pop it up throw the bean bag in there zip it up and then you're ready um, whereas a cone man you could just have a handful of cones and just drive around drop them off and uh, go you know get on the mower and, and take off so looking forward to that seeing how that will work uh, I'm gonna have to go get some cones some more cones probably I have a couple right now but uh, definitely will go and pick up some more cones for those properties where I have maybe a couple of trees that I that are a little smaller that I don't want it to run over uh, and it's not gonna pick up I can just throw those cones there and it can do its thing go around it and keep on mowing so pretty neat pretty interesting I'll keep you guys updated on that but I don't know man that's about all the news I have uh, going on right now it's gonna be a fun day of mowing I'm gonna get the ZXT out I'll be running it and then have the autonomous mower knock out um, other areas and then I've been rocking and rolling with the uh, Toro 60 volt string trimmer man it's been great ran it yesterday uh, ran really well so yeah that's that's kind of the setup and how I'll be running today but uh, I'm looking forward to it man it's fun to get out there on those nice big lawns because I only got two lawns to mow today I'll be there all day long from 8 o'clock till uh, 4 30 or 5 but it's uh, you don't have to load your truck up 
um, you know, multiple times. You don't have to go up and down that ramp uh, a thousand times getting the, the mower or the trimmer or the blower or whatever. So I definitely like going and just parking and mowing all day and loading it up and heading to the next one and maybe mowing, you know, there for three or four or five hours. So um, you guys may be running a different route running a bunch of small lines, knocking out like 20 or 30 a day. But for me, two lines of this size, that's a lot. <laughs> it's a lot to get done. It's kind of crazy to think about that because if I was listening to a podcast and I, and I heard someone say, well, I've got uh, two lawns to mow today, I would probably think, this guy doesn't even do lawn care. He's like part-time guy or something. But no, for real, guys, if you saw the lawns that I do, which a lot of you guys have been here and you've seen them, a lot of you guys follow on Instagram or Facebook, YouTube, the Lawn Care Life of Missouri. So you've seen uh, videos and pictures of the lawns on there, but you guys know that have seen them that we mow a whole lot of big lawns here in our area. And the 72-inch deck, man, has been awesome with that. It's been really, really good. Uh, just very, very nice to hop on the 72-inch and just fly through it. Now, I will say with the 72-inch deck, the right ZK autonomous mower probably mows about 60 inches. Um, I would say a good 60 inches. It doesn't use the whole deck. Now it can, you can't adjust it, but if you do, you may end up uh, missing some strips of grass uh, where you have to go back and hit. So I just keep it the way it's set up and it's mowing about a 60 inch uh, swath. Whereas the ZXT, man, I can take full advantage of the whole 72 inches, you know, use. 68 of it or whatever anyways so it's it's um yeah it's it's a machine man it'll blow through some grass i found that the 72 inch i can get through the lawns a whole lot quicker than i could with the 61 inch and uh yeah i've been enjoying it man it's been nice so i'm out of here enough talking man i hope you guys are having a good day i'm gonna open up my podcast scroll through them see if anybody's uploaded a podcast the lcbu challenge is going on just started. Uh, we got Aaron uh, Sutter with Mowing in the Dark podcast. We got Phil with um, Think Green podcast. And we got Tony Rudolph with the Lawn Care Talk. Tony is about to upload a podcast. I just know it. I can feel it. He's probably recording right now. He's been, uh, he's been missing in action since April, I think. But uh, he's due. And it's going to be a good one when he comes when he comes out with this next podcast. So, looking forward to it. But anyways, I'm out of here, guys. Uh, hope you're having a good day, man. Get a lot of work done. It's toughing up Tuesday here in Missouri. So, if you're if you're struggling right now in your lawn care business in your life, just toughen up a little bit, man. Don't throw in the towel. Don't give up. Just keep pushing through, man. There's so many things that go on uh, in my life and in my business that uh, slow me down. Uh, that's tough, and it's all a mindset, man. It's all about what type of mindset are you going to have when you encounter those difficult uh, things, those trials, those tribulations. Are you just going to throw in the towel? Are you going to give up? You're going to count on God to pull you through and uh, keep you going. It's up to you, man. It's your choice. Um, God's not going to make you decide one thing or the other. It's your choice. You had the decision to make each and every day when you wake up. You can put your trust in Him or you can try to do it all on your own, man. I've tried both. I've tried to put my trust in Him. I've tried to do all these things on my own. And I'm going to tell you right now, 
Um, it may work for a while, you know, just doing it on your own. Uh, I know a lot of guys are doing really well. They're successful. They have a great business doing it on their own. But when you let God uh, lead and you give him all control, man, it just makes things go a whole lot smoother. Uh, you'll have trials and tribulations. You'll go through the valley all the time with God. But you can see uh, God working through those through those uh, trials, those tribulations. And uh, you'll be a better, better person because of it. Because um, he sent a son to die for us, man. And uh, I tell you what, the greatest gift, man, is for you to live your life for him each and every day. And to give him all the glory and all the things that you do. Uh, you can live this life on your own. Do your own thing. Think you're successful. Think you're, um, you know, you're uh, you're doing something. But in the end, man, it's all about the life you lived for him. And uh, if you if you live the life in a way that I honor and glorify him, if you live a life that uh, you know will give him all the glory and praise, then at the end of this life, man, it'll be worth it. It'll be worth it. You would have accomplished something. You would be successful in the eyes of the Lord. And uh, yeah, you'll just uh, you'll leave a you leave a legacy for your friends, your family, your kids, everybody that's watched you along the journey. Uh, they'll be able to see that you know what you struggled. Uh, you had some good times. You had some bad times. You went through the valley, and God was there with you the whole time. So just want to encourage you guys to uh, to think about that. Um, not trying to uh, to push you guys or persuade you guys, but just open your eyes, man. Open your eyes. There's a life outside of the probably the one that you're that you're focusing on right now, man. You could be focusing on a hundred different things: the business, family, um, finances, health, just all these things going on. And we could we can dwell on them. We can uh, we could think about them all day, every single day. And some of us do, man. That's what. That's where people, um, they, uh, they, they get anxiety, they start getting depression, is because they're focusing on self, focusing on all the things that, that they're trying to do and that, that they're trying to, um, to tackle on their own, man, on their own. And we get overwhelmed, we get anxiety, uh, we start to feel depressed because maybe we compare ourselves to others and what they're doing. Man, I tell you what. Jesus paid it all on the cross, and so we don't have to live a life full of anxiety. We don't have to live a life full of depression. Uh, when we go through the tough times, man, we can live a life that will uh, still honor and glorify Him, even in the midst of the trials, the tribulations, the tough things in life. We can still give Him the glory and thank God for uh, for bringing us through and for taking us through it, man. We learn so much in the valley. A lot of people want to stay on the mountaintop. They want the uh, they want the rewards. They want the success. They want all the things given to them. You know, they like it on the mountaintop. When they go through the valley, sometimes we don't like that. But I tell you what, every time you're in that valley, just think about um, God bringing you through the valley, taking you through the valley, and and showing you things in the valley. You, you'll build character. Uh, you you just become a better person. As you go through those trials, tribulations, figure out how to work through things and try to give God control and not try to uh, do it all on your own, man, because that's what it's all about. So when things get tough, man, don't throw in the towel. Don't give up. Uh, just give it to God and see how he provides. So with that, man, I'm out of here. I'm Cameron with the Lawn Care Life in Missouri. 
Hope you guys are doing the best that you can out in the lawn care uh, world today. And uh, enjoy your day, man. Enjoy your day. Hope it's a great one. So I'm out. Catch you in the next one. And as always, God provides.